0: to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised.
1: I read of a man who stood to speak at the funeral of a friend. He referred to the dates on the tombstone from the beginning to the end. He noted that first came the date of birth and spoke of the following date with tears. But he said what mattered most of all was the dash between those years. For that dash represents all the time they spent alive on earth And now only those who loved them know what that little line is worth For it matters not how much we own The cars, the house, the cash What matters is how we live and love And how we spend our dash So think about this long and hard Are there things you'd like to change? For you never know how much time is left that still can be rearranged to be less quick to anger and show appreciation more and love the people in our lives like we've never loved before. If we treat each other with respect and more often wear a smile, remembering that this special dash might only last a little while. So when your eulogy is being read, your life's actions to reash, would you be proud of the things they say about how you lived your dash? Stay the fuck at home!
2: Your podcast will fail.
3: It's just a
0: coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey, man, this is Kevin Smith. Guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at spotcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers, One Podcast.
2: This is podcasting.
1: You're listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app or Android devices. Please visit twostrangers1podcast.net. Now, here's Chris Pellone and Paul Pesquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers, One Podcast.
4: I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And, uh, Paul, I mean, we were supposed to record about a month ago. And, uh, that night, I believe, what, you fell asleep by accident. And, uh, you know, then I said... Then we try the to call, next day, uh, The next day. Next day we're going to go to record and it turns out that, uh, my father passed away. And like, you know, and, 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 and I don't want to like bring everybody down, uh, with the whole passing of my dad. I'm still sort of processing it because, you know, it was just, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, my dad was only 72 and I knew he wasn't in the best of health. Um, you know, dad liked to drink his beer and that was always a thing. Like, you know, it came down to, my my dad had the Anheuser Busch A <laughs> tattooed on his arm for Christ's sake, with it with an eagle carrying two six packs and like you know Budweiser like uh, synonymous with my dad and um it just feels kind of weird like recording now because you know my I knew my dad listened to the podcast and it was one of those things where it was sort of our communication you know like it was sort of like I knew he listened to it and he would comment on it and, and of course he did not like our Trump bashing because you know my dad for the lack of a better term is a Trump supporter Uh, let's let's you know but let's not hold that against him and uh and 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 even you met my dad right when when uh when we went down to New York yeah I met met
3: him that one time and um -mm. see you know
4: it's it's just been you know I mean it feels weird recording a podcast knowing that he's not going to listen to it and you know like I said it was part of our communication because he would learn you know he since we didn't communicate on a regular basis doing this podcast was sort of uh, a way of letting him know what's going on with my life because my dad was sort of school you know you know you know how men you know men don't share their feelings men don't talk about the shit that's bothering them I mean you know when my father passed it was a surprise to me I mean I you know it wasn't a surprise because I knew he wasn't in the best of health because he would mention like you know my, my dad was the kind of person that you know he went to the doctor you know twice a week, you know, every time I spoke to my dad, he was always on his way to a doctor's appointment or just coming back from a doctor's appointment. So I knew he wasn't in the best of health and he didn't really take care of himself. He liked to drink his beer. And, uh, you know, I mean, he was kind of active in his last couple of years. I mean, he, he liked to do, um, kayaking, but that was, I mean, before pandemic before the pandemic and shit like that. And, you know, you know, not that my dad, my dad, I don't want to say sedentary cause it wasn't sedentary, but, you know, he wasn't a big active guy. He liked to do archery and shit like that. And, uh, or bow hunting. And, uh, you know, I know that kept him busy. It's not really enough of an activity like that sort of like keeps your body, uh, active and stuff like that. So, you know, so he passed when like the day we were going to record. And, uh, you know, it's just been a, it's been a rough, it's been a rough week. Cause, you know, a rough, excuse me, a rough month. Uh, you know, cause my dad had asked me, and this was, you know, a while back, he's like, you know, when I die, you know, I don't want you to, for the lack of a better term, advertise it on Facebook. I don't want people to know that I died until after I'm in the ground, you know, because he didn't want, cause then, let's be honest, he didn't want people coming to his his wake or his funeral service or anything like that. Um, You know, because you, you know, if you ever been to, you know, you ever been to like a funeral or something like that, and you got these people that come up and they show, you know, they show their face and everything like that. But like, you know, you should have shown your face when I was still alive, sort of a deal. Like, why come now and be the hypocrite and, and, and and you know, cry your cries. And, and you know, when you should have been there while I was still alive. And I get that. I totally understand that. And uh when my dad passed, I was, and trust me, I was bracing myself for the big, like, you know, the wake for four days or three or four days. And then the, the funeral, uh, his wife basically made the executive decision that they're not, we're not going to be awake. She didn't want to see, you know, see my dad's friends and shit like that. Because you know, my dad, he ran with a couple of different types of people. He was parts of the Knights Columbus, Knights of Columbus. He had a lot. He had biker friends. He had cop friends, and you know, and then you got to deal with all that shit for the next couple of days of all these guys who you don't know who the fuck they are coming up to you and saying, you know, my, you know, my condolences. And I mean, I, they mean well, and, and I'm not disparaging that, but you know, you don't want to fucking have to deal with it. So she basically made the executive decision that, you know, he's going to go from the coroner's office to the, to the church for a mass and then right in the ground. So I was put in a position because my dad said, you know, he had basically told me, because look, don't, you know, cause my dad knows how, how I am on, on, on social media and stuff like that. And he knew he, he, he knew for me to like basically keep my mouth shut because <laughs> he didn't want to fucking have to deal with people. So, you know, and. I announced his death like, like, like a week and a half after his actual passing. You know, he was well in the ground. He was already in the ground over a week. And, uh, you know, and I kind of got some backlash from family members and shit like that. Like, you know, you should have told us. And, and, uh, you know, and my mom has heard it also. You know, they've kind of, they've gone to my, you know, they didn't even come to me. They go to my mom about it. So, you know, it just, you know, and I'm trying to respect the old man's wishes. You know, if the shoe was on the other foot, I would understand. You know, uh, (laughs) you know, oh, someone didn't want me there. Fine. Then then I'm not going to, you know, that's their wishes and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's just fucking really taking me fucking hard because, and I don't know if I like, I certainly didn't talk about this on a podcast before, but you know, being, I was a second child. I'm, I'm the, I'm the baby of the family. You know, one day my mom and I got into a real, real, real deep conversation. And like my mom revealed to me that like, I was not that I was an accident that that like my dad didn't want any kids. Well, he didn't want any more kids. They had my older brother. My older brother was the golden child. And my father did. My father was like, okay, that's it. You know, my brother and my father, like my father's senior, my brother's junior, you know, took on the name. And so when I was born or whatever, like I wasn't, you know, he wasn't, you know, I, I mean, he loved me and he took care of me and shit like that. But like my dad didn't want another kid. He had his junior and that's it you know, and, you know, with my dad, I was always sort of like, you know, and I kind of felt that growing up. My older brother was the golden child. He, you know, he was given, you know, you know he could, he could, he, he could do no wrong in my father's eyes. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, if my brother hit me, you know, if I went to my dad and said, oh, you know, my, br- my brother hit me, my dad would say, well, what did you do to get hit? <laughs> you know? And, um uh, you know, he was kind of given, run of the roost, you know, it was the cock of the walk and, and stuff like that. You know, when it came time for like schooling, like my father put my brother through, my father helped put my brother through college and, and my brother in turn became a cop. You know, and my father was always into law enforcement and shit like that. And, you know, I wasn't put through college, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My, you know, I, I but I got a year and a half through community college and that was it. Uh, you know, my, uh, you know, I I, I I always felt like a second class citizen, you know, to my dad. You know, I became a correction officer because, like, I didn't want to be a fucking correction officer. I didn't want to do any of that shit. I always wanted to be in something creative. And, uh, you know, I kind of did that to kind of please my dad. And, you know, and I, and I know it broke his heart, like, when I left corrections, you know, because I got with my daughter's mother who was you know, an inmate under my custody and shit like that. And I broke my father's heart when that happened. And, I, you know, I've always felt like a big fuck up, a big disappointment in my dad's eyes. And it kind of like, you know, and it breaks my heart that I'm never going to have a chance to kind of like really mend that fence and really kind of, you know, you know, and, and and like, and it's not, and I don't feel like my dad hated me or anything like that. I don't, he loved me and he took care of me and he put a roof over my head and everything like that. Um, But, you know, I, I I'll always, you know, now I, now that he's gone, I'm always going to have that kind of like, lingering that like i never had a chance to like really make him proud of me like i always wanted to do something and like you know make a movie or do something and there's still chance for me to do that but you know he's not going to be around even if like you know i i do something tomorrow that's absolutely brilliant you know he's not going to be around for it he's not going to be around to say like you know chris i'm proud of you and shit like that that kind of that has me fucked up uh, thinking about it um you know it's funny like after he passed you know a lot of my friends you know don't you know Am I that like predictable Whatever. <laughs> people like, you know, don't go drinking and don't drink yourself into a fucking you know, coma and shit like that. And I'm like, and I mean, and I don't get me wrong. I like to drink and I guess I get that from my dad or whatever. But like, you know, was I that kind of like predictable <laughs> that, you know, in a moment of like deep, deep stress that I shit like that. And, you know, and the funny thing is, you know, I've I've had, you know, I've had a six pack in honor of my dad. OK, yeah, I hit the bar one night, but, you know, not smashed enough for like I couldn't drive or anything. And I had, and I had a bottle of wine that I've had from like before my father passed that I just happened to have in my fridge. So I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't go off the deep end with alcohol and stuff like that. Like I just, I had two separate people like, you know, don't go crazy. I'm not going to go crazy. And, uh, you know, and I look at it cause me and my dad are physic, we're physically alike a lot. You know, like I'm shaped like my dad. I look like my dad. I sound like my dad, you know. I see that the age that he died is 72, and I'm like, does that put like a fucking countdown timer on my, you know, if I don't get fucking hit by a truck or something like that before then, you know, I kind of like, do I have 28 years left? Is that because, you know, there's that much of a difference, you know? So it sort of has me sort of just, you know, contemplating my own mortality and shit like that. And, you know, it's and it's, you know, I'm a single father, you know, God forbid something happens to me, my daughter, you know, she doesn't fucking, you know, the next step would be, you know, one of her, aunts or uncles to take care of her and you know like it really bothers me i don't want to you know i don't want to think about it but you know i you know i lost my daughter's mother last year and it's not you know not that her and i were together but you know i became full-time full custody parent uh you know no real support and you know you know now i lost my dad and you know raven my daughter she said um she said and she did say it to be mean but she said she said dad now you know how it feels and it took me a second. I was like, what do you mean? What, what does you mean? He's like, now you know how it feels to lose a parent. And I was like, holy shit, <laughs> this is coming from an 11-year-old. And, uh you know, just, you know, I, I love my dad. And, you know, like years ago, you know, I had that episode where I had like my mom on one episode and I had a chance, you know, interviewed her and shit like that. And I kind of, you know, I never, I always wanted to have an episode with my dad. And, uh you know, just once again, even just for posterity reasons, even if like I could play the audio years later and. You know, played for Raven. as, you know, this was your grandfather. Because I mean, at at 11, at eleven, even though she's very smart, she doesn't you know really grasp you know. And she didn't. She didn't have. She didn't. She wasn't around him enough. You know, my dad was sort of. He was the type of person where he would he would seclude himself. And 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 you know, there were there were things that went in my my father's life that I didn't know about until years later. And there's probably my father probably has more secrets that he took to his grave that I won't that I don't fucking know about. And nothing big like. You know, like he has other kids or anything like that. But, you know, like, you know, my father, my parents got divorced in like 91 and my father remarried in 92. Like he married the woman that he was cheating on my mother with six months later. And at least, you know, hey, look, if you're going to cheat on your wife that you had two kids with, at least if you cheat on her, at least you married the woman that you cheated on her. And that, you know, parents divorced that fucked me because, you know, my parents, you know, I thought I thought me and my brother, I thought we came from like a traditional family and, you know, traditional in the old school sense. And, you know, and then when my parents got divorced, you know, that shattered my fucking world. And, you know, but I mean, like I say, you know, and now mind you, you know, my father remarried in 92. I didn't even know he had a wife until 99. Until so my my older brother had a kid, and like my dad, I guess my dad wanted her to be part of all of our lives, or whatever, you know. With my older brother, you know, the golden child having, and then and my, and my brother's son is is my father the third. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that name's, you know, there's three generations of Cologne men with the same. When it was only when my brother had a son, my father revealed that he he had a wife all these years, seven years, seven or eight years. I didn't even know this woman existed. My nephew was born. My father say oh, by the way, I have, you know, and it's sort of, you know, shit like that kind of fucked me, you know, I have to deal with it. And I'm seeing a therapist now so everybody. You know, I'm not going to hurt myself or do anything stupid like that. But, uh, you know, it's shit like that. You know, God knows what other secrets my dad took to his grave that that I don't know about. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of fucked up about it. And I'm, I'm going to be all right. I'm not going to hurt myself or anything like that. I just, you know, I have to I have to work through all these fucking issues. And I loved my dad and I respected him. And, and and I looked up to him when I, you know, as a child looks up to their parent, you know, like they're fucking like they're a God and they could move the fucking sky if they wanted to. And so, you know, it's just, it's just, it's got me a little fucked up. And once again, I mean, I don't want to bum bum out anybody from the podcast. I mean, we haven't done an episode in two months. We have to put out something. We have to put out shit. I'm paying for these server fees for (laughs) paying these server fees for nothing. So, uh, I guess we could move on. Uh, I, you know, I kind of told you before the episode, I kind of wanted to just do a little chunk on my dad and, you know, and that was sort of it, you know, I just, you know, I'm put in a weird position where, you know, I just, I, you know, I wanted, you know, there's so much stuff I wanted to do with my dad and, you know, mend, you know, and, uh, you know, and and parts and other people in my family were like, I kind of want to mend fences with, and it's like, now that's never going to happen. You know, even if my own, even if everyone in my family got started getting to getting along tomorrow and we all got together and sat down at a table Like, dad's not going to be and it kind of oh, fucks me up so yeah uh, yeah <laughs> So i let's move on before you know you know but i just i wanted to kind of just and dad i love you and you know <sighs> i you know i wish i, I could have made you proud of me when, you know it is what it is. Um, I guess it well, lighter.
3: that's what, that's that's what uh what now is for. So you just got to keep doing what you're doing right now. So
4: yeah, and sort of you know return to normal. It does feel weird that once again like you know putting out an book knowing that he's. I mean, of course you know you know if you're a religious person, oh he hears it now. My dad was deeply religious. I wasn't. I'm not. Um, you know, but at the very least, like I know, like you know, and it's not and it's not like saying I'm religious or anything. But if <clears> if religion brings you comfort. And you're in pain, then, you know, hopefully his, his last hours or his last days or whatever, however long it was before he finally passed, was filled with comfort from his religion because he was religious. So, you know, even though I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll at least respect his, his beliefs and his his wishes and stuff like that, you know. It's just <laughs> But let's move on. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So what do you want to talk about? Do uh, you want that your, 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 your work situation is going to change soon for the better
3: or... Well, (laughs) I mean, it's allowing me to record tonight, so there you go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I'll be down to one job after this weekend coming up, so that's a good thing. And then um, I won't be, like, losing my mind because, you know, I I guess if you're going to talk about this, I might as well talk about this, too. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: You know, it's when you you lose your job Mm -hmm. and you've worked at a job for, like, eight years. I guess this is my podcast therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you, you sit there and you, you, you look at yourself and you go, well, first of all, I haven't even had any time to really process this because, you know, I have a kid, I have to make sure everything's taken care of.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but you know, and, and one day I will do a podcast about what happened. And some of you are going to be pretty much like everybody else, including yourself and be like, wow, that is fucked up. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's just been I haven't been able to kind of process that whole thing. And you know, when this all went down, my father was in the hospital, and my father still is. I mean, he's kind—he's not really in the hospital for anything like terminal or anything per se. But like, mm. my father has uh, dementia, so he's deteriorating pretty quickly when it comes to his mind, and it's just. You know, I haven't had a chance to go see him because of all of this, you know. And, you know, when this all went down, I had a kid. So it kind of just it it just was like you don't you don't have time to kind of process things. So now that I'm going to be down to one job for at least a little while, I'm going to be like kind of being able to breathe a little bit Mm -hmm. per se and try to kind of process everything that's been going on. But it's, you know. It's been a kind of a weird r- ride for me because, you know, you go from not knowing if you're going to have a job to going back to that job to all of a sudden, oh, by the way, you're done. Like and it's one of those things where it's like and then you don't get told what it, you know, you don't get told what you did wrong. And it's like, how do I how do I how do I improve myself if you don't tell me what it is? Yeah, especially when, we I mean? li- when we're
4: living in a time where like uh, people, all these companies are saying, oh, people don't want to work. But then you're going to let
3: somebody go who who's been there for eight years. Yeah. You know, and that's that's where, you know, it just it's just very painful for me, you know. And and it's and it's one of those things where it's like you have to rebuild yourself. And, you know, I, you know, it's it's just a, it's a very shitty situation. I mean, I'm, I'm doing well, so it's not like I'm not, you know, I'm not OK, but, you know, dealing with that. I haven't been able to deal with that. So, you know, it's just, it's been an interesting time, you know, one day I'm going to kind of talk about it on this podcast and, you know, make my company look bad because they will look bad for what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I'm just going to kind of leave it there because, you know, I, I, it's, it's kind of like how you were like, I'm not going to put this up about my dad on, on social media. I, I don't really want to talk about it, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it's just, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, I, I have enjoyed doing what I'm doing now. I mean, I, I can't say that I'm going to be doing what I'm doing right now. Cause obviously I want to get paid more. I don't want to get paid what I'm getting paid right now. <laughs> um, which I mean, if you guys have listened to what I was saying when I was working at planet fitness, I mean, that was, that was a whole different situation. You know, I mean, I didn't really hate the job. It was just, you know, you say that you're going to pay me this, and make me this, but then I'm something completely different and getting paid this. It's, you know, it was one of those things where I'm like, no, I, you know, this, if this isn't going to be, you know, um, if this isn't going to be what I'm supposed to be hired for, then we're, we're not having a conversation.
2: Yeah.
3: You know what I mean? So I, and again, I didn't, I didn't hate the people that I worked with and I and I liked what I was doing. It was just, you know, like if you're not going to pay me more money, what, what's what's the point yeah so you know but yeah i mean i'm i'm doing well myself i'm not i still have to deal with that but you know and hopefully i can do that but yeah i mean 2021 has been a very not a very good year for me to be honest with you in that sense i mean i have a beautiful child obviously so i mean it's not been all bad but it's just like i'm just sitting here going you know can we can something can something good happen for us? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, it's bad enough people aren't fucking like. Look, I'm not the I'm not the fucking preacher man, but mm-hmm. I, I just I don't know about you, Chris, but I don't have any remorse for these people that quit their jobs over not taking a vaccine. Like I don't get how we went from we're requiring every single max vaccine vaccine, mm-hmm. um, and you know everybody's required to have it to. Oh, I'm not going to take the COVID shot, you know? And I'm just like, I'm like, and and are you just, are are you people just that stupid? Like, you know, if you're caring for somebody else's loved one, you should be taking the shot. I don't care. I don't care who you are. If you're a doctor, you're a nurse or whatever, take the fucking shot. You know what I mean? And I've heard, you know, I've heard some differing, some interesting, um, tidbits from like doctors and nurses that you know we, we don't have enough information I'm like well then why would you tell people that it's okay to take it oh well we're under pressure I'm like I wouldn't care if I'm under pressure if I don't think that somebody's gonna need to take it then I'm gonna tell them not to take it it's the same thing that I brought up uh, I think a couple podcasts ago where it's like you know when when my girl actually had had my son the nurses said listen like if you're gonna get the shot, Just don't do the Johnson and Johnson one (laughs) because we the Johnson and Johnson one could affect you in negative ways. You know what I mean? So if they're going to be honest, why can't other doctors just be honest if there's something wrong? Which, by the way, there's nothing wrong with it. I haven't heard anybody die from the goddamn vaccine other than the Johnson and Johnson one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's I don't know. I'm just I'm getting really annoyed by people because it's like you can take the shot. You can go get a booster. Just do it. Because yeah. the, the the more, you know, if you do it, then there's, we're not going to go into a lockdown. At some point, there's going to be another lockdown. And if this gets bad, and it's just, it's not going to be anybody's fault, but, you know, everybody else's fault. You yeah. know what I mean? It's going to be people's fault, not our fault. Yeah, it blows so, my mind when they're like,
4: like you know, because for, for, the the numbers have actually gone up, or at least in New York State, the numbers have gone up recently. Like, we, yeah. we've had a, a surge, and I'm like, who the fuck... You know, but, uh, you know, and it's like, you know, and I know there's those fucking hardheads out there. They're like, I'm not going to get the vaccine, you know, and it's like, just fucking get it. Like, I'd rather, and, and look at it. I'm, I'm a selfish, evil scumbag. I'll admit it in a heartbeat, but like, I'd rather, like, I'd rather get the shot and like something. Let's just say, you know, the shot fucking 10 years from now, I get fucking cancer or whatever. Let's just say, okay, fine, I get cancer, but, yeah, I got cancer because I was trying to do the right thing for fucking society by right. getting the fucking shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and of I look up, obviously, I don't want to get sick or anything like that, but it's like, you know, vaccines, this stuff is, is, te- these things are tested like crazy. There's, there's peer review. There's all types, you know, there's, there's, you know, the, everybody's on top of everything. And, you know, there, there's, 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 there's a redundant set of systems in place to keep things from being, and of course, could 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 everybody? You know, but if that's the case, then hey, then we're all getting cancer in ten years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's, the that's truth. The, You know, yeah. if, you know, if 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 we're gonna get fucked, then let's all get fucked at once. Uh, let's all get fucked as one society, as opposed to these people that are fighting for on like on on no fucking. You know, on bullshit conspiracy theories and, and, and conspiracy, you know, and it's like, you know, trust, you know, you, you know, I think if there was an issue with these fucking shots, some medical person, some high ranking medical person would have said something by now. And I don't think there's a big conspiracy exactly. in the person, you know, the pro, if a person speaks out, then, you know, they're going to be blackballed or whatever, blacklisted. No, if, if, you know, if something was, if something was that fucking horrible, then you know people would have come out and said it, and you know, and then these people are like, oh well, you, you know these young healthy people or people who are relatively healthy, like, oh I don't need the shot, motherfucker, it's not for you. You getting the shot is so you don't fucking pass it on to someone who may be immune compromised, you know compromised. and it's compromised. Well, and it, it, it's, it's you selfish fucking prick, just get the fucking shot already.
3: Right, <laughs> and but you know for me, it's not even just get the shot, make yourself, you know, and protect others. It's you know, I have a five-month-year-old over here that, you know, isn't, you know, I I I can't get him sick.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I mean? And that's why I wear a mask. That's why I got the shot. So I don't have to worry about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what that's what kills me is it's like, you know, I wasn't I wasn't wearing I stopped wearing a mask because the numbers went down. I'm wearing a mask again because people because the numbers have gone up so much. I don't know what it is in Monroe County, but it's just like. I don't want to take the chance. You know what I mean. And I mean, we're coming into the winter season, so it won't be as bad because people won't be outside, um, and they'll be indoors. But people, when people are like, you know, when they're in like a movie theater, for example, or they're they're you know down in Times Square and all congregated together, it's going to be bad, dude. It's just going to get worse and worse until people fucking do what they're supposed to do. So I, I wear my mask and, and
4: like, I, I feel weird now in public without my mask. Like certain places, like if I have a doctor's appointment, fine. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely, you have to wear your doctor's mask when you go into the 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 building. Uh, But they give you, you know, other than that, you know, when I'm, when I'm out in public, you know, the thing is shopping. And I, I've, I've got, I, I like wearing my mask. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i
4: enjoy you know i i i don't i don't want people to see me i i like the anonymity you know as, as much as i do the podcast and yada 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 and you know i want to be famous you know when i'm out and about i like having my face covered i don't like i don't like strangers seeing my face you know i wear my mask and and sometimes it'll be like i'll be at the gas station and i'm just running in the gas station to grab something and like I'll leave my mask in the car, and like I like I kick myself as soon as I realize it. Like I, I'm don't get me wrong, I'm too lazy to go back to the car and get it. But you know, like I get, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm around these fucking <laughs> these savages, fucking breathing their air <laughs> when I should have my really? mask on. You know what I'm saying? Because I I hate people, <laughs> and I and, and quite frankly, I kind of like wearing the mask because I I wanted to piss off people who don't like people wearing masks. And luckily, like. I mean, New York is pretty progressive. So like, you know, it's not like you're not getting confronted on when you are wearing a Like, you know, but I mean, there are places in this country where if you are, you wear a mask, people like literally ask you, why don't you, why do you have a mask on? And it's none of your fucking business. If I want to wear my mask, let me wear my fucking mask, you know, and, 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 and thank goodness we don't have that. But I'm like, I'm waiting for the day where like someone asks me why i have my mask on you know what i'm saying because because you know I'm, I'm gonna lay into that motherfucker if they have to um and and when it comes to like the kids vaccines I, i've already scheduled my daughter she had you know it's it's right around the corner you know like it's, the minute they said it was and then the funny thing is that like uh like i i had i had written i sent a uh my you know the way my my daughter's doctor works and my my doctor works is like i can send them emails there's a whole system you sign into so like i sent my doctor an email uh i sent her doctor an email about like as soon as this shoot is as soon as these uh, shots are, are are available for kids i want my daughter to get her shot and uh and like, and like literally like that day on the website, they were like, you can schedule your child for a shot. And so, you know, I went to the system and so she scheduled. So, I mean, and it was even then, like right out the gate, it was like a week or two away. And I'm like, well, I mean, look, luckily so far, things have been gone good so far, but she's going to get her shot and she's going to get her shot before Thanksgiving, you know, before we go and see family. Because, you know, we're going to we're gonna go see family on Thanksgiving. And so, you know, at least, you know, I have a little bit of peace of mind that, you know, like, you know, I already lost my dad. You know, my mom is not in great. My mom is not in the greatest of health either. You know, my mom checks a lot of the boxes of people that are at risk, you know, heart disease and high blood pressure and diabetes, you know, shit that, you know, is bad enough being old. Then you have these extra conditions on top of it. So, you know, I mean, of course, my daughter has seen my mom, uh, you know, since my mom got vaccinated, but you know it's still there's still that you know i i, I you know I want everybody to get their fucking shot <laughs> and uh you know and, and and well kind of a little off topic uh you know the last time my daughter did see my mother was I was down in New York City because I went to new york comic con and uh since the last episode we the last time we recorded was two months ago i've actually did go to comic-con i'm not going to go into those uh, i i have all the notes and i'm going to save it because i want to record it for posterity uh <laughs> you know i am going to go over comic-con but i'm not, not this episode you know, my dad's thing is obviously uh weighing a lot more on my heart uh but yeah i mean my daughter saw my mom you know about a month ago when i went to uh, new york comic-con and so um you yeah, know and it just once again i'm just it just blows my mind when you people that are still resisting and you know and it's like fucking you how fucking selfish can you be I and mean, you know we get we get a million vaccinations for everything else you know when you're a kid and you go to your doctor and you get a vaccine for this, vaccine for that. Nobody's, nobody's fucking, nobody's getting autism. Nobody's getting this. Nobody's getting that. Just take the fucking shot. You know, it just is, it just shows you how fucking, you know, and I'm a selfish person. I'm the first to admit I'm a selfish person. But when it comes to shit like this and you're talking about like global pandemic and shit like that, I'm like, Hey, okay. And now it's time to fuck up for me to swallow my shit and, and take the fucking shot. And, and while we're on topic uh, about that, sort of in 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 relation to your old podcast your other podcast and 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 uh sort of a a friend of a friend of the show uh, uh mr aaron rogers <laughs> the football player because uh we had um adam adam Geddes as a guest on the podcast or not a guest on the podcast but we, i interviewed him at, at comic-con uh, the football player i guess he went to college with uh, aaron rogers he bunked together they and, you know, in the past, I had admired Aaron Rodgers because like a known fact that he's an anime fan, and, uh, you know, he was into anime shit like that. And so, you know, even though I don't follow football, and I can give two shits about football. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. Aaron Rodgers, he, he likes anime. That means he's pretty cool. And now they're coming out with this stuff where like, even though he may have not flat out lied, but like he kind of like bent the truth or omitted omitted certain facts to make it make it sound like he had the vaccine or he was treated you know but he wasn't or he hasn't had like a you know he didn't get the traditional vaccine shots and he's playing it off like he did and so you know he done messed up a run you know and and you know and i want to like him i mean he's an anime fan and shit like that but now it's sort of like you know and then you're sending you know football as much as i hate (laughs) sports football is such a large and influential uh thing and you're kind of giving the the green light to the wrong fucking people saying like oh well if Aaron Rodgers doesn't get a shot then why then I shouldn't have to get the shot either. you know you know you you are for the lack of a better term a role model you know and and you're you're and you know apparently Aaron Rodgers is a great football player from what I understand I don't watch football but you know people like him and admire him and shit like that and it's like you know <sighs> for him to like you know, not get the vaccine or, or, you know, say, you know, like, kind of like, he kind of, he played semantics and fucking, you know, found out that he wasn't actually getting the vaccine. Like, dude, man, because let me tell you, because, <sighs> you know, anime that fans, dude. and, you know, let me tell you, even at Comic-Con, you know, we will, and, and won't we'll get into the deep details about it, I'm saying, but everyone at Comic-Con, of course, they wouldn't let you in without a mask, but, you know what I'm saying, like, you know anime fans you know i would you would think fans of sci-fi people these are these i mean i hate to say that they're, they're smarter people <laughs> i mean i hate to sound you know these these are people who, who who like science fiction because they like science you know and 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 how is it i could spend four days in a building with thousands of strangers you know and 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 once again I, this year i didn't i had no comic-con no con no con crud You know, we've made jokes about that in the past. I've never gotten con crud from New York Comic Con. But here we are, the year after a fucking global pandemic, but enough responsible people did their thing. And to go to Comic Con, you needed to show proof. You needed your, you needed your card so you can get your little bracelet. So, you know, and everyone had their bracelets. You know, but it just, it's, you know, he's sending the wrong message to people when he's like, oh, you know, I did, you know, I did my own research. You you fucking big dummy. You know, throw the fucking ball and get your fucking shot. But uh, you know, I was just sort of—that was sort of—you uh, yeah, know—that just pissed me off. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we get to the the second half of the I show? I was just
3: gonna say, I was just gonna say, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, <laughs> dude should be suspended. Fuck him. Mm. Um, I mean, you you lied about not being vaccinated. Like, how do you even? How do? How is he even allowed to still play? Like, I I, I don't get that. Like. The NFL wants to be strict about shit, but you know, I, I hate to, I hate to to be like one of those people that's like, well, if it was a black player, but if it oh. was a black player, I think he probably he or she, well, he obviously in this occasion <laughs> would be would probably get suspended for a couple games. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, a
4: good point.
3: you know what I'm saying? Like he, he's a white dude that just went up on a podcast and said, and then he apologized because he knew he fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, dude, like, I, I, I don't get it. How, how does, how does, just because you're Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't make you immune. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> to fucking being suspended. Like, I, if I were the commissioner, I would have been like, look, I'm suspending you for a couple games because you can't fucking, you can't even fucking admit that you did it. I'm setting an example. I'm suspending you because now what's gonna happen is these other players are gonna go. Well, you didn't suspend Aaron Rodgers, so why would you suspend me?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I'm saying? Like, some of the Bills players, and, you know, I find it funny because, like, look, there's no secret, I like the Buffalo Bills now. <laughs> um, but, like, um, Colt Beasley, who was one of the players, he's very outspoken about not taking the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, if you notice, he went very quiet. <laughs> and they weren't throwing him the ball, Chris. No, the last couple games he was actually getting the ball, so they they – he probably made up in some way. Actually, or, but he's been very quiet. Why is that? Because the coaching staff went to him and went, listen, dude, we're not throwing you the fucking ball until you start fucking stopping stop about your whole fucking vaccine bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, by the way, you're probably going to be off the team if you keep this shit up. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm just saying, like, if I, I, I hate to be that dude where, you know, if this was a wire player, but. I get the feeling if it was if it was like Cam Newton for mm-hmm. example,
5: yeah.
3: Do would have been suspended. I'm not even not even kidding you. Even if it was just for a game or two, do would have been suspended. Just yeah, just yeah. And a, by, the way, made by exactly- the way, I'm not I'm not saying like suspend him for the rest of the season. I'm saying yeah, this is strike 1, you get suspended for a game or two. Send a fucking message. That's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this isn't this isn't hard. This isn't hard at all. Just suspend the fucker and send the message that's all it's another problem with covid unfortunately we we're sending really stupid messages so yeah but we won't funny. go into that cuz we'll be talking about this for another hour and <laughs> we sleep yeah um
4: so i guess uh, with that uh, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes
1: This episode of 2 Strangers 1 Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc., 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see
2: a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds?
1: Ah, oh,
2: necrophilia. Ah, oh, ah, It's a dead issue, man. Don't, don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this movie. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything yeah, that kept little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film.
0: Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old.
2: Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How be did rough you one. watch
0: this shit at 12?
2: Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Sion. And we're
4: back. All right, Paul. So let's get to the nerdy news. Once again, I. I have tons of notes from last week, or for over the last month, actually, about stuff. You know, the, the DC uh, fandom, and the, and the Black Adam trailer, and the, the teases of uh, Batman, uh, the new Flash movie. Jesus, you're going way far back. Yeah,
5: here. exactly. Was back.
4: Goddamn. Um, the, the trailer for the Resident Evil movie. Which was basically, uh, you know, like they're starting to, they're actually trying to make the movie look like the video games. Welcome, uh, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, uh, Many Saints of Newark it was a, a, a dud of a movie. And I'm kind of glad because the people that really wanted to like that movie were like disappointed because the movie was sort of woke, for the lack of a better term. And I, li- I like that people are pissed off that it was a woke movie. Uh, Norm MacDonald, uh, you know, uh, Norm MacDonald was the voice of, on the show, The Orville uh he was the voice of that like green glob thing and uh you know but it, unfortunately Norman Macdonald passed away but they said that they already got all his recordings uh his recordings for the for the work was done so when they have the next season on Hulu um they'll be able to have his uh his performances um but let's speak about let's while it's still fresh in our minds as we're recording this we were literally probably an hour ago or 2 hours ago we saw uh the worldwide release of the the last before the before the movie finally comes out, the last Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, mm-hmm. which was you know filled with revelations. I guess would be the best way to put it. And I, and I kind of like I like because obviously we all know what the fuck's gonna happen. Or well, not all know, but we all know what the big twist is going to be or what's going to be added to this movie. But I like the fact that they kind of kept that they, they still even though this is the from what I understand the last trailer that they're going to release. You know, we still haven't seen uh, Andrew Garfield. We still haven't seen Tobey Maguire. But I'm, I kind, I, I like that they didn't do that. I, 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 like the fact that they didn't show, show them, even though um... we all know what's gonna happen. Because I want to go into the movie, even though I have it in my mind, I'm gonna, you know, I, I want to kind of like let it fall out of my mind. So when it happens, when I watch the movie, you know, I can actually, you know, pop when I get to the right part. You know, I'm like, oh, that's right, yeah, here yeah. so Maguire. Here comes Andrew Garfield you know we're we're well, actually now it's af- after midnight so we're like literally a month away from from the movie coming out so you know uh, i'll have a month to kind of purge it from my mind <laughs> before we get a chance to purge you know, <laughs> maybe not the best words to use but yes purge <laughs> purge it from my mind but um in the trailer we see and you know the the two obvious ones right off the bat from the last trailer that were kind of spoiled was you know uh, green goblin and doc, doc doc octopus i mean that was You know, we we heard the laugh of the Green Goblin, we saw the the goblin bomb. Yeah. we heard the voice, you know, we saw Doc Ock, you know, and I like the fact that this was sort of that, you know, they're versions that we know but they're kind of not. Like they're they're they look a little different, they sound a little not sound a little but you know I think they're from other universes, but you know, they're not from like the direct movies that we saw.
3: I think my, my favorite part was where Dr. Octavius is like, you're not Peter Parker. <laughs> he pulls the mask off. <laughs> I, I went, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, you're fucking
4: killing me here. That's that's pretty awesome. And, you know, once again, you know, the MCU is just killing it with, like, you know, I guess, you know, with the success of uh, of Into the Spider-Verse, you know, they said, look, let's do this in a live-action movie. Let's embrace the fact that there are other Spider-Man movies out there. That people know and people love. I mean, I wasn't the biggest Andrew Garfield, uh, Spider-Man movies. And I, I, you know, clearly we've spoken plenty of times on how those movies aren't that great. But, no. you know, when you kind of bring him into this universe, it's sort of like, and you know, it's, it's so funny how like the MCU, like, uh, like they did with like, okay, like an end game, they kind of had the whole scene where like Thor was sort of redeemed, like, you know, like he, he saw his mother for one last time. And when he traveled in the past or whatever, and that whole scene sort of helped redeem Thor part two, because Thor part two was quite frankly, not the great, not a good movie. And like uh, in in the most, you know, more, not the most recent, but one of the more recent movies, Shang-Chi you know they had the they had the bad guy in the movie was the actual mandarin because in iron man 3 they gave us a bullshit uh, mandarin that was sort of you know a fake out that you know it was supposed to be you know it was a guy and he took the name of a or of a terrorist and it turns out he was just put there as an actor and shit like that so like you know, for the people that got upset, like, oh man, you know, they fucked up the Mandarin. Well, then they go, okay, look, let's, you know, the MCU, like the Kevin Feige and and his team or whatever, they sort of like, look, let's, okay, we kind of fucked up the Mandarin. What can we do? Let's, okay, let's put him in the Shang Chi movie, and this will be the quote unquote real Mandarin. So they're kind of like fixing things later on. And I think, like, you know, e- you know, even though, and there's people who don't like the Tobey Maguire. Uh, spider-man movies they say it's like it's too cartoony it's too you know looks too much like a comic book which is a weird thing to say yeah a that's weird a very weird thing to say for yeah. a comic movie you know and of course you know us you know, i mean I, i'm a diehard fan i'm i did not like the the guy andrew garfield movies but i think they're gonna they're they're kind of like redeeming like okay look you know let's 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 embrace the past <laughs> let's and let you know let's live, let's elevate it let's make it you know now there's a new twist and then, you know, uh surprisingly enough, we saw um The Lizard, uh in the in the trailer. Uh Jamie Foxx. Uh, Jamie Foxx as uh as Electro. Electro. And then the whole thing is that like and don't be wrong, of of those movies, I thought Jamie Foxx looked really cool as Electro. But I guess he didn't like that look. I hated him as when he was like a normal guy when he was quote unquote normal, but now they had him where I guess he's just he's just Jamie Fox. He's not he doesn't have blue skin or whatever, but Um, you see the, like, he uses his electric powers, and it sort of, like, makes the outline of the old classic 1960s Spider-Man, uh, the electro mask, where it looks like he has, like, a star on his face. Yeah. I mean, and of course, yes, that looks corny, and it would be very hard to make that cool in real life, but they did it, you know, they, they have that, like, flash of electricity around his face that makes that star. And I'm like, oh my god, you know, that was kind of, like, a cool, Like, you know, like, you know, you know, let Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx is cool. Let's not make him look uncool, (laughs) but you know, like the flash of electricity in the shape of the old style mask was pretty fucking awesome. Um, and here's this, uh, another surprise was, was, uh, Sandman. That was a surprise. That wasn't in any of the other, I think they kind of hinted. I think they showed they they were
3: hinting it a lot and there was rumors that he was going to be in it. But, um, I mean, there's, there's still rumors that Mysterio may show up again. Um, you know, I, I think this was a good way for them to kind of basically bring in, like, because you, I'm, I'm sure you've heard the rumors where they've been trying to do, Sony's been trying to do the Sinister Six mm-hmm. kind of thing, and I think this is the perfect way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, for example, like, the Rhino's missing, even though, like, I think the Rhino was kind of a secondary character, so, I mean, yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's not such a big deal. Um, but you know, it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, well, this is going to be very interesting to see what happens. And, you know, let's, the one thing that I, that I, that I've been saying on Twitter, and I think this is, this needs to be said here too, is, um, if let's say, let's, let's just play devil's advocate and just say that these, that these are leaks or they're not leaks. I should say they're not leaks wouldn't Sony come out and be like, yeah, by the way, they're not in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, they would. Marvel Mm -hmm. would do that too. And let's, let's also face it here. Like Sony dropped all this. Sony leaked it to somebody. And then that person leaked it out because they want attention on this movie, Mm -hmm. this movie. And I'm telling you right now, I'm predicting this will be the number one movie of the year. Oh yeah. Because of this, there's, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no reason like there's there's a reason why there's not really anything in December because Spider Man is just gonna knock this out of the water. <laughs> it's gonna be the only movie to do that, mind you. Yeah. But you know, I mean, Sing Two might do it. I mean, the second trailer was a lot better than the first, but that first trailer kind of made it look like, eh. <laughs> I know animation, whatever. But you know, the kids love Sing, so whatever. What yeah. can I say? Um. Anyways, getting back to Spider Man, like the only thing that I the only complaint I have about this trailer is it makes it like it makes like the first trailer if you've seen the first trailer chris like the first trailer kind of gave like a plot to what to to what's going on so obviously peter doesn't want everybody to know that he's spider-man so he talks to dr strange and dr strange tries to use a spell to reverse that and then all of a sudden instead of it reversing that now we have all these multiverses converging on their universe.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so it makes sense. I, I get it. it. It makes sense. It, it It's a good way to kind of play around and bring in these bad guys that you couldn't do in other Spider-Man movies. But, um, oh yeah, by the way, Vulture is supposed to be in it too, I think at some point. Um, but cool. yeah, it would be cool. Um, but the second trailer didn't was like kind of lacking on story. Like I kind of get why, Spider Man probably has the black Spider Man suit. It's to fight Electro, probably. So, I mean, that makes sense. Um, obviously, the Iron Spider Man suit is to fight Dr. Octavius, but again, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, we get that. Um, but you're not really explaining, like, I guess, um, like, for example, it seems like Dr. Octavius is going to be, like, a good guy, kind of. If you saw, like, in the beginning there, it kind of feels like he's going to be, like, a friend to Peter,
1: mm-hmm.
3: but it's like, is that what's going on? Or, you know, so there's a lot of unanswered questions, I guess is the, is, mm-hmm. is guess what's going on right now? And I'm just kind of like, well, Ugh. yeah, I mean, well, it
4: kind of makes sense because think about it. If this, like in the trailer, he pulls the mask off. It's like, you're not Peter Parker. Like this Peter Parker, Tom Holland, Peter Parker, isn't like the kid that betrayed him or whatever the case, you know, the, the reason, you know, he's mad at, Toby Maguire, <laughs> Peter Parker. So like he can, you know, and and you know he was and he was a mentor, you know, he was a mentor to Peter. So maybe it's sort of like a, uh, you know, uh, I can maybe I could be a mentor to this version of Peter Parker <laughs> well, <laughs> as I think this. it's
3: more, I think it's more like this is a young Peter Parker, so he's kind of like, yeah, maybe I don't want to beat up on a kid, yeah, <laughs> thing like, like, and I can understand that, and you know, it's also. You know, the one thing that keeps coming up into my mind and it's kind of it's kind of crazy because if you remember all the stories like Spider-Man after Spider-Man 3, they were going to continue doing Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Mm -hmm. But Sony decided to go in a different direction and do a younger Peter Parker. They fucked it up pretty bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I'm starting to I was I was thinking about this and I'm like, Marvel kind of saved sony's ass and took their idea and did it the right way yeah absolutely with all three of these movies like they took that young speeder that young speeder young peter parker slash spider man idea and took it in the right direction mm-hmm. and i think that's just great i think that's wonderful i i really wish that um i still wish that the toby Maguire spider-man kind of got this treatment that this spider-man's getting because i would have loved to seen toby Maguire's spider-man uh fighting with the avengers and everything i think that would have been awesome but alas that didn't happen and you know it, it's just going to be very it's just going to be very interesting to see how they take tom Holland's spider-man and continue him on there, there's rumors that this might be the last film that he does but i i just don't I don't see that happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't see that happening. I mean, quite possibly the last Spider-Man
4: Spider-Man film, like the last Spider-Man film, but not the last for time we see the last the, not the last time we see Tom Holland. You know, right? He's gonna come back. He's he's young, and I think that's the reason they got a young character so they can. I mean, you know, like you know, like Robert Downey Jr. and 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 Chris Evans and 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 Chris Hemsworth. That you know that these you know they would these guys were pumping out movies for like ten years. So you get a young Peter Parker. So you know we can follow him for the next decade you know we're and so like 20 2026 you know then he then he can bow out and then we'll get the miles morales move or whatever
3: oh i think (laughs) i think this is going to be i think what's going to end up happening is um as a result of i i think what i was thinking about this too is i think this multiverse thing is going to set up the miles morales thing i don't think like some people are like oh he should they should debut miles morales they should do this no 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 no. i don't think (laughs) that's too much for this movie now if you want to hint it i don't mind if you hint it that's that's not a problem because if this is successful with the other two spider-men i mean what's to say that this isn't going to be you know what i mean like we're not going to see you know miles morales yeah, and all the other spider men and women that are involved as well i mean you know that's that's kind of where they want to go i mean they did it in an animated one they may try to do it in a live action one yeah. and i'm all for that for a live action one as long as they do it right um please just let marvel handle that sony please <laughs> can we just do that please well i mean technically they already did kind of hint that miles morales because
4: uh what's his face from uh the community uh uh childish Gambino or whatever his name is in real life. You know, you know, he was already in the Tom he was in the first Spider Man uh homecoming. Right. It's just, you know, like they use like his real name, but that's the guy who becomes the nightcrawler, who is Miles Morales' uncle. So technically they've already kind of hinted at Miles Morales or at least you know the, the I future. mean
3: I I'm sure that it will be I'm sure that Miles Morales isn't too far too far away, honestly, because I'm sure Sony will milk that as soon as they possibly can. I don't even know if they have the rights to do Miles Morales. I know they have Spider Man rights, but I don't know. Um, hell, nobody nobody may have Spider Man rights after all the lawsuits, but um, they're gonna I don't some know. Nice I mean, fat checks. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like
4: it's gonna be what they do. It's gonna be like what they did with uh, both Superman and Batman, where they're gonna cut the families nice fat checks, and then now every time, like before you, like when we watch a Spider Man movie it's going to say Spider-Man appears courtesy of, you know, the the Ditko family and, you know, and Stan Lee, you know, there's going to be like an extra credit in the beginning of the movie, you know, Spider-Man, you know, The same way, like Superman, it's like, you know, um, oh my goodness, whatever, you know, the two guys who did Superman, I forgot the guy's name. I want to say Simon Schuster, but I know that's a bookstore or whatever. Uh, you know, the, the, the two guys who, Siegel and, Siegel and Mm -hmm. something or other, the two guys who made, and then the same thing with, uh, Batman. In every Batman movie in the beginning, it says, you know, Batman appears, estates of, uh, Bob Kane and Bill Finger. You know, so they'll, they'll do that. They're gonna cut him a nice fat check. And then, once again, every Spider-Man, and from this point on, every Spider-Man moving from this point on until the eternity is gonna say, you know, Spider-Man appears as, you know, Ditko family in, Stan- in the estate of Stan Lee. You know, yada, yada, yada. So they're gonna, but, uh, let me throw my two cents in there. Like you had mentioned the Sinister Six. Now, okay, so, okay, in this, in this trailer, we have seen Sandman, Electro, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, and a Lizard. That's five right there now spoiler alert for venom 2 and now mind you i i started watching venom 2 uh how it how i started watching it is no, is nobody's business <laughs> but i was watching it i didn't get a chance to finish it Uh but spoiler alert spoiler alert um there is the post-credit scenes of, of venom 2 is venom sort of like the whole world sort of like warps around the apartment or whatever and he ends up in the universe where he's looking at Spider-Man, but it's the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, I think, or if I'm not mistaken, there's, there's you know, there's, there's, there's a, a warping effect that, you know, he is no longer in the Venom universe where it's Venom all by himself. Uh, he, he, you know, the, the rumors are that he's being brought into the, you know, I mean, of course, people would like it just like Spider-Man. He's brought into the MCU where Technically, Sony still owns the rights, but Marvel will like make the movies, and all Sony has to do is just sit down, shut up, and collect the paycheck. But, you know, we already have five bad guys in this trailer, and there's a sixth one, and what happened? In the end of Venom 2, there was that weird warping effect, which I didn't get a chance to see yet, but from what I understand, that's what it was. Like It went from his apartment to like a slightly different apartment, but now he was in a universe that had another established Spider-Man. So, if for if they were to somehow get Venom in this movie also, there would be your Sinister Six. You get Sandman, Electro, Doc Doc, Green Goblin, Lizard, and Venom. But of course, you know, like you mentioned earlier, they're, they're uh, supposed to be... Uh, oh my goodness, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, the flying old guy. Um, <laughs> oh my god, you just said his name. Why am I drawing a blank on the... On the who the, uh, bu- Vulture the, is? The Vulture. The vulture. I, don't
3: know, I was like, Dude, Do you, you don't know who Vulture is? I, I want to say Buzzard.
4: No, buzzard.
3: Kevin Costner.
4: Or not <laughs> Costner,
3: Kevin Kevin Conroy, Michael wow. Keaton, Michael Keaton, whatever. Michael yeah, Keaton as, uh, as yeah, as I'm a losing it. Yeah, see see, see both, where this is what happens when we're late apart. at night.
4: Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean, it'd be great if 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 you had the vulture in there also. It'd be great if you had the rhino in there also. But I mean, I think you know, with with the end credit scene at Venom and the five villains we have now seen in this trailer. I think that's your Sinister Six right there. I, I said it here first. Uh, I'm probably not the first person to see it, but I feel like I'm the first. Like I thought of it. I put the put the pieces together. I'm pretty sure there's other people who put those pieces together way before I did. But I think that's your. I think that's because uh, especially at the end of this trailer, you know, like Doctor Strange makes a you know point of saying like, oh, I can't keep them. I can't hold them back or whatever. So I'm wondering if that's you know every other universe kind of you know coming in or at least having a way to a window into this universe which i mean you know look i don't want to i don't want to overreach but you know i wouldn't mind if they showed us an x-men or two
3: (laughs) but that's that's wishful thinking right now let's deal with sony let's not not worry about fox right now (laughs) i I think they're a little far away from x-men i know that i know that they're well actually wait are they working no they're working on a fantastic four so Okay, so that'll nice. be I mean, fun too. I
4: mean, between between the blip and crossover multiverse thing wait, they're gonna they're gonna sneak in next <laughs> but i mean once again let's not I mean I, we already have three spider-mans and six bad guys or five five confirmed and one possible uh sinister six and three Men. so we, this movie's packed enough as it is we don't need to introduce anybody else in this movie but uh you know so that's you know the uh do you have any other I, and i know because also uh we got to see uh, Cla- well. I don't know, J. Jonah Jameson, but that's the one from the end of uh Homecoming. I can't believe I said I, mean, no I, way can't believe I said
3: I can't I I can't believe I said Kevin Conroy. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> well, Christ. Kevin Conroy was Batman
4: and Batman and Michael Keaton was also Batman. So, so that's that's your synapses. That's your train of thought right there. Um but uh, okay, so Oh, and like I said, you know, this is we see J.K. Simmons as uh J. Jonah Jameson. You know, and once again, I, it's the J. Jonah Jameson from you know, the last 30 seconds of, of of the last movie, you know, of of Far From Home. But, you know, I mean, the fuck just the fact that they brought back J. Jonah James, which sort of like I think supports my theory that like, yeah, you can get the same actor and they're kind of the same person, but they're not really. They're from like a universe that sort of looks like that universe that we all we've all seen in the movies, but it's just a little off. You know, a couple other decisions have been made. So, um, but I mean, I'm am excited to see J Jonah Jameson. Also, you know, J.K. Simmons is fucking brilliant, and and imagine how he's gonna flip out when he sees three Spider-Man. <laughs> he's gonna lose his fucking mind. Which I hope they have a scene where he's now there's three of them, you know, <laughs> or some shit like that. Um. All right, so let's uh, I guess let's move on a little bit. With Spider. I mean, well, let's stay with Disney, but um, I still haven't seen Eternals yet. I know. I you know I'm I'm hearing okay reviews like you know I think the fans are loving it even though the reviews aren't that great. It just I haven't gotten around to it. I just you know I've been obviously I had a lot on my mind so I haven't had a chance to really like hit the theaters but I will see it eventually.
3: It's a it's a long
4: ass movie man. I I am hearing funny. that. Yeah. I, I mean, I've watched reviews on it and stuff like that. I even had I've had like the end credit scene even spoiled and shit like that. But, I mean, I'm still going to see it. I mean, I, you know, I'm a fucking fanboy, so I I have to see. But I think the the oddly enough, the bigger news, like I mean, as much as Eternals, you know, was introduced and and and, and everything that I'm seeing about the Eternals is that they're going to Okay, and this is total speculation and 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 nothing based on any real fact is that they're going to use the Eternals to almost kind of like justify the actions of Thanos, you know, but like, you know, cause Thanos was sort of, uh, like he was, a, I think he's like, you know, he was like an Eternal, but then he, like he's ugly. So he's kind of like the, the, the monsters in the movie. I forgot what they call them. The, like the devi, the deviants, I think they're called. So or deviations or some shit like that so i think they're kind of going to try to say that like thanos was part eternal part deviation but that's a whole other speculation and we'll we'll get to we'll worry about that when that when they come when they finally make that movie um but i think the the, the other huge news this past past two three days ago was uh Disney Plus, holy shit, just released a whole bunch of fucking TV shows, or the announcement of a bunch of TV shows. I think the biggest in my, well, not the biggest, I mean the one that blew my fucking um, mind was X-Men 97. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. You know, with, you know, with, with, you know, uh, when Disney Plus first, first came, it was about a year ago Disney Plus came out, because I see see (laughs) posts about it in my memories on Facebook, um, you know, a lot of people started watching old X, old X-Men episodes. And, uh, you know, I think that's sort of like I think they took notice of that and said, you know, animation, you know, fucking Marvel's owned by Disney now. <laughs> you know, you have all the fucking animators in the world. And, uh you know, and especially with that style, you know, I mean, I, and not to shit on that style, but it's not exactly a fucking hard thing to do and not a hard thing to replicate. You know, it's very easy to kind of you know, keep those character designs and stuff like that, and 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 update it. Uh, from what I understand, they they ha- they do have a lot of the voice cast coming back. You know, and and that that's super exciting. And and you know, I mean, it's one of those things where we had we would have said you know two or three years ago, oh, it'd be great. It would be, be great if they brought back the X Men, but like kind of continue it. And like, oh shit, here we are, 97, where they are literally continuing the show like where it left off, and that blows my fucking mind. I mean, that's I mean. You know, where where Disney Plus is sort of like throwing a lot of shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. I mean, I oh. think
3: I'm super excited. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what I I just forgot about that. Yeah, because the last episode, um, Magneto was the one that was uh, in charge of the X Men, so that's gonna be interesting. Um, so. I mean, you're probably going to talk about it too, but then there's going to be a Spider-Man animated series, isn't it? Spider-Man and his amazing friends, I think, was
4: it? Well, no. It, well, it says, it, I mean, the show's technically called uh, Spider-Man: Freshman Year, which, oh, okay. which is supposed to be, if I understand correctly, is supposed to be a prequel series to uh, the, the the current Spider-Man. It's like it's like Tom Holland Spider-Man, but it the style is going to look like the '60s comic. Interesting. Which you know is is is. You know, which is very interesting. You know, unfortunately, that means we're probably gonna have to watch Uncle Ben die one more time. <laughs> the biggest, of ref- the biggest refreshing thing is, as soon as we got we got this new Spider-Man, they're like, okay, no. look, we're not gonna show Uncle Ben dying yeah. in this one. You we've already seen it three times, two other two other times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. This this one, nerdy, you know, there's um, a young Spider-Man losing his uncle yet again.
3: So one thing that I had that I that I put up on Twitter as well, and I actually shared this on Facebook too. You probably saw it. Was like so. If you're gonna do a new X Men, where the fuck is my gargoyles? Yeah. And <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude! Like, come on! Like, you know, you want to do this shit? Come on! Like, I- I'll take a reboot. I'll fucking take a reboot. I don't care.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's all. I mean, seeing. I think if they see the success of, you know, because and 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 you know, they they rebooted what Ducktales. You know what they think? You know what they're they're working on? Like a Darkwing Duck. You know, they're doing X-Men 97, like, you know, these dis, and especially now that it's Disney slash Marvel, you know, I think if X-Men 97 does well, I think there will be like a kind of like people kind of saying like, okay, let's, what else, what are the properties, properties do we have that we don't have to spend an extra penny for and just, you know, just start getting, putting it out there.
3: I mean, th- that's the thing. Like, you know, I mean, this has been, I-, I hate to, I hate to like smack Disney upside their head, but this has been going on since like, The early well, I would say, no, no, like the 2010s, so to speak. You know, like when they brought back like Thundercats, for example. Thundercats did really well. I mean, for a show to do over a million viewers per episode for pretty much every single episode, and then rerun on Toonami, and for some of their episodes actually do that much people Mm -hmm. is 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 a kind of a big thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, for me, it's more or less like you should be. You should be rebooting everything that you possibly can because more people are going to take your service if you do it that way. You know? Uh,
4: yeah, because, I mean, I, I forgot. I, I know there's, they are doing other things. You know, I, obviously, I'm focusing on all the Marvel shit because and that's who I am. But I think Disney Plus is. They're, they're, they're coming, you know, they're gonna come out with shit like, well, like, you're not gonna go a week without something new that you're interested in. You know, not to mention that, you know, we got the, you know, the, the the Star Wars, you know, Book of Boba Fett, you know, we got the Mandalorian Season 3, um, you know, they have a couple other Star Wars properties. Well, excuse me, they have a bunch of Star Wars properties. They have like six shows they've announced coming up, you know, the, the one about the the underworld of Star Wars and shit like that. So, you know, they're gonna make it to the point where, like, literally every, at least once a week you're going to be watching you know you're going to be watching disney plus to watch the new episode of something (laughs) you know whether it be you know star wars thing a marvel thing or something from disney and of course uh, gargoyles was disney you know that's disney original that's that's disney dna right there you know you know once again they're an animation i mean they do animation it should be you know especially if x-men 97 does well and gets is well received i mean i think you know that'll that'll give them the kick in the ass to kind of maybe put their sights on, on gargoyles and kind of have that nineties retro, uh, you know, where, you know, all the kids who grew up with their cartoon are now adults with jobs and could afford streaming services. <laughs> we'll watch, uh, you know, we'll watch it. Um, but as for the other Marvel things, uh, moon Knight, which I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of, but I mean, the show looks good. I'm going to give it a watch. Of course, uh, she Hulk, which that's the one I'm, I actually like because, uh, the, The star of the show, she did another show. I forgot the fuck. Where she played like, she played a, she played a girl that was cloned a bunch of times. So she got to be like different characters in the same show. I can't believe I forgot the fucking name. I know her last name, her name's Mislani. His last name is Mislani. But, uh, and I know people probably screaming at me, but the the actress of that show was really good. And the show that she was on where she played, she literally played like, you know, eight different characters on the show. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, Miss Marvel. Uh, which is, you know, that the younger Muslim American teenage girl. And of course, you know, that's, you know, it's probably going to be aimed more towards, you know, t- kids. You know, let's, let's get the, the, you know, let's not have to keep kissing the ass of all the, the grown men who like these shows. You know, let's, let's, like, make shows for the kids. Uh, Miss Marvel. What if season two? Cause, you know, what if you could have, you know, you could have a million seasons of what if? Because, you know, even though this season of what, if, what if they kind of tied up all the episodes together in one shot at the end, they don't necessarily have to do that. That was pretty cool that they did, and and it'd be you know it'd be kind of cute if they did it again, but they don't you know. What if can just be like a like a like a Twilight Zone, you know? None of the episodes have to be connected. Just tell interesting stories about weird deviations, old stories. Echo, which is the um Steinfeld that she's going to be in the the Hawkeye show, Mm -hmm. so she's going to get her own show. But it's a Haley Steinfeld. Bumblebee
3: and well um. Yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um I was going to say too um what's her name should probably show up in Hawkeye too. Um she was I can't think of the actor's name, but she was in uh, um Black Widow. She was uh her sister.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pew?
3: Yeah, so she should be she should show up in there and try to Kill Hawkeye, which probably won't go too far, but. Yeah,
4: yeah. The, she'll come in as a, as a, as an enemy and then they'll make friends. Like, you know, you're the guy who killed my sister. It's like, I did to kill your sister. She sacrificed herself or something like that. Yeah, that's the no, whole thing. will
3: probably start crying and saying, I wanted to kill myself.
4: And then, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, I try to kill myself and she, she threw herself in the, you know, she pushed me back on the, on the ledge and she jumped or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. If they bring her, say, a pew in the, in the show yeah that's that was kind of like the whole reason they even brought her into this into movies like to to be the new black widow for the lack of a better term so to be like a fresh uh you know and not that you know not that fucking uh not that uh uh, uh what's her face is is old in any way shape or form, but I think you know you get you know you get these new people and you could pay them less and <laughs>
3: you know no, ma- make them stars. I think it- I think it was because obviously they killed Black Widow off, so I mean it made it made sense to make somebody new Black Widow. Yeah, the new Black. Widow. I mean, the plus they training. had to pay. Plus they had to pay out a lot more money to uh, Scarlett. Scarlett jo, Johansson. So. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, so like,
4: yeah, you can have a new Scarlet. You can have a new Black Widow without having Scarlett Johansson. She's the new Black Widow. She's like the sister. Right. Um. Okay. So we'd mentioned uh, Fresh uh, Spider Man freshman year. And I am Groot show, which is interesting. I, I'm wondering what they're going to do with that. But once again, I think that's going to be like cutesy for the kids because it's, it's, it's the, the graphic for it shows baby Groot. Ironheart, which sounds fucking interesting because that's the, the, the young black girl who like, you know, she's a genius and she basically does like what Tony, you know, she, like she makes her own Iron Man suit. Uh, once again, probably for the younger audience, but that's going to be interesting. And then, um, I, I'm pretty sure that's all of the one, not all of them, but then the last one is, uh, Agatha House of Harkness. Cause, you know, you got Agatha, um, uh, Agatha Harkness. And, you know, uh, you know, the show showed us, uh, flashbacks of back when she was a witch. You know, she's like 400 years old or something like that. So you have a lot of creative, you know, the last time she was, the last time we saw her, she was sort of like brainwashed and, and, and left in the, in the town that uh, the Scarlet Witch left behind. So, you know, she can wake up from that. She could wake up from, from, you know, the, the spell and then, you know, we have tons of history. So that's going to be a, an interesting, you know, and especially that, you know, now that they had established a world in WandaVision, you know, that, that show already has a leg up on, you know, people love, uh, the actress in that show. I, I, you know, I like her also. So, um, that's, you know, that's going to be interesting. That, I'm pretty sure that's all the shows that they announced, but there might be more. If I missed them, I'm sorry. Um, a few, few, left, few more things. Um, have you seen that, have you, have you seen that show at all? It's called Inside Job on, uh, on Netflix. Inside Job. It's um, a, it's, it's a, it's a, no, a, I
3: don't, I don't, I don't use Netflix. Oh, okay.
4: Well, it's, I mean, it's a cartoon. It, it, the animation style looks, it like, it looks like, it looks like it, it's, uh, uh, Rick and Morty, like it kind of has that Rick and Morty style to it um it's not a rick and My- it's not a rick and morty uh ripoff in any way shape or form uh but i mean it does it has to do with like there's one company that like of all the conspiracies in the world like you know the, the fake moon landing and, and Loch Ness monster and bigfoot and, and and you know the hidden city of atlantis and you know, the president's under control like you know the illuminati and all this shit it's like this one company that kind of handles all of that and it's you know and it's a comedy and it kind of has that weird sci-fi uh, thing to it which i don't know if you remember but you know I, I over the pandemic i kind of you know i threw myself into a project I, you know i kind of made my own little bullshit cartoon <laughs> you know over the pandemic where you know it's called veil corp V I L corp and uh you know it's so weird you know i put out you know my i put out my cartoon pretty much on my birthday in June of this year. I never heard of Inside Job. It's a brand new show on Netflix or whatever. But like Vail Corp was sort of like my... Like when I watch Inside Job, it sort of reminds me of like, this is a lot of kind of like what I wanted my show to be like. Um, Maybe not about conspiracies, but just sort of like you know, a company that sort of has its hand in a lot of like evil things. But like, you know, you kind of take that... They're so evil, but they also have to like work in an office building and shit like that. So... You know, not for nothing. You know, inside job. You know, you guys should give me a job or something because I kind of put out my own pilot by myself that I fucking funded for myself for like seven hundred dollars. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, give me a job. I need money. Uh, <laughs> um, and also, if you want to check out Veilcorp, vale just go and look for Two Strangers One Podcast. Vale Corp, Veilcorp, V E I L C O R P. Um, uh, Halloween Kills, the part two of the, 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 the will no, that would be the third movie. And like the third movie, if you count the first one that came out in the seventies, but it's really like the tenth movie and the whole, you know, but they, you know, they, they kind of threw out all the other movies of the, the Halloween. A lot of people hated Halloween kills. Holy shit. These diehard fans hated it. I watched it and I was like, eh, it's not that bad. <laughs> and maybe because I'm not a diehard fan that maybe that's why I, I don't, I'm not as invested as some people are, but you know, it's an interesting movie and like, you know, there's a. It kind of shows like a town has like this weird, fucked up mob mentality, and, and you know, Michael Myers like killed a bunch of people years ago. And I mean, it's kind of weird because if some guy killed three or four people 30 years ago, no one would really give a shit, you know. But it, for the franchise, I th- I didn't think it was a bad movie. I I enjoyed it. But once again, you know, the diehard fans are like, "Oh my god, it's the biggest piece of shit I ever made." Um, saw so Dune on HBO Max, the new Dune. It's pretty good. Uh, you know. Not a movie to like if you're looking like for a traditional action kind of movie. It's not, you know, I mean, it has action like at the very end, you know. It's it's more like epic and it has to do with you know politics and royal families and, and you know betrayal and you know, ch- the chosen one and all this shit. Uh, I actually enjoyed it, you know, you know the the first well not the first Dune, but you know the Dune that came out in like, the 80s was kind of a ridiculous movie and I've seen it years and years and years ago and I kind of forgot about most of it, uh, but rewatching. The, this Dune sort of reminded me of a bunch of stuff from the last time, so it's it's. I mean, obviously, you know, don't go into the movie thinking you're gonna see the next Marvel film, you know, not you know like this big action adventure. It's not, and it's not Star Wars, but you know, it, it it you know if you get yourself in the right headspace, it's actually a pretty good movie. Um, uh, Big Mouth season five, you know, just giving that a shout out because you know I like Big Mouth. I, I I think this is the weakest season so far, um, but I think they you know now next year they're gonna do. Or next season it's going to be the, the, what they call human resources, where it's going to be like, it's a show just all about like the hormone monsters and the, the shame monsters and, you know, all the crazy monsters in the show and their world and not, and, and then just sort of my last note was, uh, you know, I got, I went to, you know, this, the same weekend that my father's funeral was, there was a thing called the, the Brooklyn Horror Con. It was a horror convention, if you want to call it a convention. It was a fucking, like, it was like a, you know, <laughs> it was like this one floor of a warehouse, and it was basically a bunch of people just selling shit. It wasn't really like a Comic-Con. You know, I mean, of course, most of the smaller cons are that, you know, like, oh, meet this, you know, actor from, like, a 1970 show that no one really gives a shit about or whatever. Um, and I had promised my daughter we were gonna go. And so we were going down to New York City that weekend anyway. Like, the weekend my we went down to my father's funeral service, and, um, so I had already kind of like, you know, was already had it in my head to go down to New York City then. And, uh, and you know, even though we were going to my father's funeral, I mean, you know, my daughter kind of had it in her head. And once again, she's 11. You know, it's kind of hard for her to like, you know, no, we're not going to do that thing. I promised you we we're going go to go two months ago because grandpa died. You know, I, and, and, you know, and once again, I'm a single dad. I'm sort of like in this weird position where, you know, I want my daughter to be happy. And, you know, and I don't and even my dad with his beliefs and everything was I don't think my dad would have opposed the idea of like, okay, you know, you could take Raven to a, you know, a horror convention, you know, like, you know, the the world doesn't stop because I passed away sort of a deal. So I, I, I took Raven to this thing called the Brooklyn Horror Con. And I got a chance to meet uh, Dana DeLorenzo, and uh, most people know her as, uh, she plays this character, Kelly Maxwell, on the Ash versus the Evil Dead show. That It was originally on Showtime, but now it's on it's on Netflix. It's a great show. If you like, you know, it's, it's a continuation of the, uh, the Evil Dead movies. Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead 1 and 2, even though Evil Dead 1 is sort of like, you know, Evil Dead 1 is kind of a shitty movie. Evil Dead 2 is funny, Army of Darkness is obviously a brilliant movie, and then uh, the ash versus the evil dead is a continuation you know it's like three seasons two or three seasons and they're really they're really fucking good um so i got a chance to meet her and i had a fun Pop of hers and she signed it for me and i got a picture with her and we talked for a little while and and she's like super cool and she's super hot and then like if if anybody knows the, the, the when craig ferguson used to have his uh night show the, the late night talk show she was beth uh the cbs Executive or whatever, like she, you know, she was, she would always come on the show and kind of like, you know, you know, like in a business suit and glasses, but you know, kind of that sexy, you know, businesswoman type. And, and, uh, you know, it's easy to fall in love with her. Uh, I got a chance to meet her, and, and even though I, I, she, I had her do a cameo for me, in one of those, you know, you hire someone to say hi to you or whatever. So, she did a cameo for me in early of 2020, and, you know, and, and then I kind of used that as my inspiration and also to kind of finish my project, the Veil Corp thing. And then I told her and I said, Oh yeah, you know, you did a video for me and about finishing a project. And yeah, and then so, oh, she was so like proud of me that I did finish my project. So that was kind of cool. Um, so that's all my nerdy news for the most part. Oh, and that, oh well, then we'll get into the fucking astro world thing. Now, what a clusterfuck that was with the, what's his face? Travis, Travis Scott. And let me tell you, I've been to, I, I've seen Metallica 30 times in concert easily. Not to mention, you know, other heavy metal bands, Corn, Slipknot, Slayer, uh, Sepultura, Black Sabbath, Megadeth, Biohazard. I've, I've been to tons of shows and you know, you know, and I've been into some fucking, I've been into some pretty fucking wicked mosh pits where you know people have gotten hit and stuff like that. I had a friend of mine that he got hit so hard in his chest that like he had surgery a couple months earlier and he got hit so hard like it reopened his scar on his chest and he started he was bleeding like it looked like he was fucking dying. He wasn't he was okay. We took him to the to the emergency room after the show and it was sort of like and it was funny because the emergency room was filled with people from the Metallica show, <laughs> but. You know, to, to, to see these senseless deaths and people acting like fucking animals and shit like that. Not to mention that who the fuck brings a ten-year-old to like a hip-hop show? You know what I'm saying? And and, and exactly I, that was just such. That's such a you know, you know, and then you know, and if you do bring a ten-year-old to a show, you stay in the back. You know, if it's a general admission sort of thing, you don't go in a you don't go anywhere where there's a crowd where you know shit can happen and pop off with your fucking kid right there. Um. There's, and let me tell you, there's a whole fucking thing online right now where the online conspiracy, like, it's a satanic ritual, and if you look at the stage, the stage looks like an upside down cross, and, and, you know, there's, 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 and, and there's parts of the show that look like angels were being turned into demons and shit like that, so there's this whole online conspiracy that it's like a satanic ritual and they needed victims. I mean, I mean, of course, you know, without, I don't want to disrespect the people that died or anything like that. But also, once again, you know, a little better parenting would have told you you don't take a fucking 10-year-old to a hip-hop show. You know, I wouldn't take my daughter to a metal show. And if I did take my daughter to a metal show, you know, if you're going to be in a general admission area, you kind of hang out in the areas that sort of – you're not going to be by the stage. These people, oh, they're bum-rushing the stage, no pushing and surging forward. Well, you don't take a 10-year-old to the front of a show, of a hip-hop show. If you want to take them to the show, you take them to the back where, you know, the areas where – there's a personal bubble of space around you and stuff like that. You don't bring them into the fucking heart of the crowd where if something like this does happen, you know, someone doesn't get killed. And, you know, and, you know, I I I'd never even heard of fucking Travis Scott. I, I think earlier this year there was like a Travis Scott uh happy meal, unhappy, oh, excuse me, a Travis Scott meal at McDonald's. And it was like a commercial with like and it was and the commercial was like a Travis Scott toy, like, you know, not that they were offering at McDonald's, I'm saying the toy, the commercial itself was, like, stop-motion animated or whatever. I was like, i never heard of this motherfucker. And they're like, you know, they're like, oh, you know, 50,000 people went to the show, or some ridiculous number, and I'm like, was he that famous? Am I that out of touch that I don't know who the fuck this guy is? You know, and then, and they were saying, oh, he didn't know what was going on. From what I understand, it was a fucking ambulance in the middle of the crowd. You know, so you know these people died because they had shitty taste in music i mean i hate to <laughs> i hate to fucking put it like that you know i, I, I i've i heard one of his songs because i was fucking morbidly curious on like you know the, this guy must be great i listened to this shit and it was it sounds like everything else today and maybe because i'm an old man whatever but it didn't it didn't seem like some didn't sound like anything groundbreaking and maybe i'm just i'm old and out of touch that i have that opinion but it was a pretty fucked up situation and once again i've been to plenty of metal shows there's never been a death at any of the shows that i've ever been at you know just i don't know people you know when you go to a show and people fall down and stuff like that you know people picking you, pick you at a metal show if you fall down there's 10 fucking people around you that will pick you back up you know people getting trampled and shit like that um all right that's that's it anything else you want to add no i'm good all right so let's wrap this up
1: that's, That's what, what she said.
4: <laughs> Please visit 2Strangers1Podcast.net and .com. You can find links for everything. You can find links to our iTunes. If you have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can download us there on the iTunes app. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can uh, uh, listen to us on the Stitcher app for Android devices. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app for Android devices. Um, and like what I do is, well, my life has changed recently, but, you know, uh, I used to put it on Listen Later and available offline where you download them while you're in a Wi-Fi spot. So while you're out and about, you're not killing your data. You're not killing your battery. You can listen to all your podcasts that you like listening to. And, of course, all the great podcasts that I listen to, including Paul's Other Baby, the tsunami Faithful podcast, are available on Stitcher. Um, if you don't have any of those apps, you want to go right to the source, you can find us on SoundCloud. Just search for Two Strangers One Podcast. I make every episode downloadable, so for whatever reason you don't want to use a subscription service and you just want to download one specific episode or anything like that, you can go to SoundCloud and do that. Just uh, go and search for it and download. Uh, if you want to write to us, and I did check the episode, but I did check before the episode. No Oscar letter, so Oscar's still uh, not participating with the show anymore. If He's still alive. Um, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com all spelled out two strangers one podcast at gmail.com uh, you can like us you can uh, like our page and share our page just go on facebook and search for two you know facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast which is our page and then there's the two strangers one podcast network group which you can join also and uh you know we we haven't set up a patreon one day i swear i promise i'll set up a patreon when when things get a little more settled in my fucking life i'll set up a patreon and uh we'll probably hopefully that'll mean we'll put out more content and uh you know think about it even if we did one a dollar an episode (laughs) you'd only be paying a dollar a month because we only do one episode a month now Um. But even though, uh, even without a Patreon, it takes two seconds to like the episode, like our page, share the episode, share the page on your social medias. And you can find us on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. Um, you can find old episodes on YouTube. Just search on YouTube for Two Strangers little Podcast. So you can listen up to here. We are n- nine and a half years worth of podcasts. Uh, in April of next year, we'll hit ten our ten year anniversary. Uh, you can find my audio books. Uh, you can find the audiobook for my, for my, my second novel, Odd I See a Tale from the Road. You can find, uh, the electronic music that I make under the name XLNYC. All of that is available on YouTube. Just search for the Two Strangers One podcast channel. And of course, like I mentioned earlier, you can see the pilot for my cartoon, Veil Corp, which hopefully one day will be an actuality, and you can say, I remember when that was just a, a shittily animated uh, stupid cartoon on YouTube, and now it's a big thing on Netflix or something.
3: And uh, that's all I can think of right now. I acquiesce the four to you, sir. Well, as usual, you can find me on Twitter at PaulPasgrillo. You can email me, PaulPasgrillo at com, And, uh, like Chris indicated, you can listen to me on the Tsunami Faithful podcast. That's podcast dot to listen to all of our episodes. So... Yeah, that's it.
4: Well, I mean, even though we are, uh, well, I'm certainly still like in a, in a weird period of mourning and stuff like that. Uh, we certainly hope you enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers in One podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. And even in the darkest of times, you should still, you should still,
5: you should be fapping and we're out. Or
4: not.
5: Or not. <laughs> or at least try. All, right. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want Double hear? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris
0: Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> 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 Look at her. I Bro- <laughs> broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's
5: like, hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. in punny. But... <laughs> Double jackpot is a book about a comic book artist Eric who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialist Lynette.
0: i I I oh fucking are you sure I didn't write this? Uh I I smell sounds hauntingly familiar.
5: He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia
0: is Nadia.
5: Nadia?
0: Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A.
5: Alright.
0: Both Lynette and, uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, it man. Is. Look at her, fucking she's impressed. I am. Summer she got some summer
1: reading.
0: Uh, Christopher Cologne. Smells real lovely with an original idea. This is this? I've never heard this before.
5: I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit, as Kev's clerks.
0: Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You can stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this?
5: I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon.
0: Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part.
5: Wait a write, man.
0: He's <laughs> seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Welcome a motherfucker up. Chris Colon come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Colon. I get a, a whiff, if you will.
5: The book could also be ordered on www.
0: Double Jackpot is a self published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I see, a Tale from the Road. Should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I will and his totally book, read this. Double jackpot. I'm serious. I'm gonna recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R rated version. There could be nudie in it and you could sell them fucking both chicks.